you see yoga everywhere. Like yoga is so good for you. Try yoga, try yoga. This is the best place to try it because you know what? If you end up hating it, which I know you won't, but let's just say you end up hating it. You have the outdoors to fall back on and the hiking and you've just connected with a friend next to you that you got to spend an hour with them and you even forgot you just did yoga. Welcome to the Movable Podcast, where we interview using education, movement, and play from around the world. Here's your host, my daddy, Brian Lane. Today's guest is a local entrepreneur who is the founder of one of the most successful yoga businesses in Rochester. Here to talk more about Hike Yoga and all of its benefits, please welcome Nicole Kazmer. Nicole, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. No problem. I, I really appreciate you coming on because I think, as we were just talking about, this is a really important time for everyone to be more um, aware, I guess, of their stress levels, of their body, of all those kinds of things with everything going on with COVID. So can you first tell us what is Hike Yoga? I, I, first of all, I like the name because it, I feel like it's fairly self-explanatory because of the name. Um, it, yes, it is. Um, it's hike yoga and it's exactly what it says. It's a hiking and yoga class. Um, kind of how it works is we'll meet at a park. So we love to find different trails around the area and we'll warm up with a brief yoga class, start hiking. And along the way, we'll stop about five times to practice short sequences of yoga. We'll even infuse a meditation um, check out awesome views. We love to find trails that have just gorgeous surroundings. Um, and then hike back. And when it's all said and done, it's about an hour and a half long. You've been able to practice yoga, connect with nature, um, connect with your community of people around you, hiking with you, and just a really awesome experience. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Is there a set distance you always try to go or do you just kind of go with the flow? Um, yeah, we really don't go that far because we are more about just connecting with our surroundings and not really having like that difficult uphill hike the whole entire way. Um, we usually look for around a half a mile to a quarter of a mile um, in total. And, you know, once you're stopping and you have that meditative walk and you're connecting with others, um, it's amazing. Just a short distance can add so much. Yeah. What kind of age groups do you normally get? Is there like a typical age range you normally have for these? Yeah. So I would have to say our age range is anywhere from late 20s to maybe 55. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, we have a really wide range. I would say that a lot of people like to come with friends and you know, a lot of like coworkers will come together after work. It's a great time for to connect with, you know, your team at work. We've done like even corporate events. We've done events at schools for teachers, nurses. Um, it's just a great way to connect. So people definitely do come along too, um, but they always mm -hmm. end up making a friend. So I would say mostly women late twenties to mid fifties is probably that. Okay. It does sound like a large age range, but it's accessible to all. It could be accessible to children. Um, you know, everyone can enjoy being outside and doing yoga. 
Yeah, I, that's what I love about this. I love the combination of the two because there's so many benefits of being outside, just just being outside, but then obviously be active outside. And then on top of that, doing yoga outside. I think, I think it's a great combination. Yes, we have seen just so many people so happy and that's the best part. Um, you know, coming into it, a lot of people could be new to hike yoga, even given that it's like a new experience, they could be new to yoga. Um, and one thing at the end, they're just like, I didn't realize how much I needed that. Like that is the best feeling ever. And, you know, hearing them just talk about how much happier they are, how much more relaxed they are. It's extremely rewarding for sure. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Where, where are some of your favorite places to go? I, I think I saw you post recently. Chimney Bluffs was one of, one of your favorites, right? Out in Sodus. Yes. So here in Rochester, I would have to say that Chimney Bluffs is definitely one of my favorite, which it's about 45 minutes from downtown. I live in Webster, New York, so it's about 35 minutes from me. Okay. Um, love Chimney Bluffs. You wouldn't even imagine that you are on the outskirts of Rochester, New York. You feel like you're on a beach in Hawaii. I know. It's crazy. I agree. The cliffs. Like, I, I say cliff because you're above the water. And then if you mm-hmm. go over and you see the bluffs, you're like, where am I? It's just gorgeous. So I would have to say that I love the water. I mean, we live so close to Lake Ontario and just being able to connect and learn about our surroundings is awesome. So Chimney Bluffs love. Um, we do a lot at Latchworth State Park, which is just stunning as well. Mm-hmm. We do the New York State Yoga Festival there, which is so much fun. We have a ton of um, classes for all ages there, um, including children classes. So that's really cool. Um, but yeah, I just think that there are so many hidden gems here for sure. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Corbett's Glen over in Penfield, right outside the city, is also like a really great one just to hit up after work before it gets mm-hmm. dark. That's a really good one. So, yeah, I have some really fun spots here. Yeah, I can imagine. And even in your area in Webster, I mean, we've since all this COVID stuff and everything closed down, my family and I have been hiking all the time. And we've gone to Webster to a bunch of different places there. Like even just Webster Park, there's seems like there's an unlimited amount of places you can go there. Totally. I taught yoga outside yesterday in Webster Park and it was so awesome. I stumbled upon a really cool spot. They had, it was over by the tennis courts um, Mm -hmm. and they had a sandbox for kids and another swing set. Like there's so many hidden little spots I have found just to bring the family to, you know, and just see new places. Yeah. So what type of, um, I mean, I know that, we can talk about this more. I know that hike yoga, you have your own certification process with that, but is there a, is there a style of yoga you seem to kind of favor more, I guess? Like, I don't know much about yoga at all, but I know there's different styles like yoga fit. So it, like if people were looking into it, what could they expect a more, um, fitness based yoga or a more relaxed one? Um, I would say, so it's definitely not high intensity. Um, okay. If I were to teach a full hour yoga class, I would definitely teach a vinyasa flow class. Um, but given that we are hiking and our sequence is broken up um, amongst the whole hike, I would say that it's more of a connecting with the poses and your breath um, and kind of just tuning into your surroundings. So there's modifications for all levels. 
I have had people who have never done yoga before. I've had people who've been on their mat a thousand times, but it just varies so much because of your surroundings. You're not in a yoga studio where, you know, there might be pressure or insecurities or wondering if you're good enough or how much are you going to sweat to me? Mm-hmm. That honestly, like, that's how I felt getting into this is that those hot yoga studios I love, don't get me wrong, but sometimes you want a different sort of experience and um, it's just, we don't have that, right? We're not like dripping sweat the whole time. Yeah. Could you be sweating? Absolutely. Is there strengthening? Of course. Um, but it's definitely accessible to all. You're definitely going to feel stronger. You're going to feel more flexible and you're just going to feel more at ease. And I think that yoga, of course, it plays a huge role physically, but mentally it is the best thing for our minds to use the breath, feel it in your body, come into these poses and then use your eyes to just look around and be like, I'm in nature right now. You know, it's just the best. So I feel like Mm -hmm. I just answered your question in a very loaded question, but what type of yoga? I would say it's similar to a vinyasa class, but broken up into different sequences along the way. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And and I liked what you said kind of about the intimidation thing, because it's funny because as a guy, I have confidence working out somewhere. But if I go do yoga somewhere, especially in a studio, I I remember I took a class at Midtown one time (laughs) and I was absolutely terrible at yoga. I have I have no flexibility, which I know that I need to work on, but it's intimidating being in, being in a room full of people who it looks like they can bend their body in half easily. Oh, and I'm sitting there in pain, struggling. And then, and then as you start to sweat, you're like, oh my gosh, like, am I yeah. going to so, yeah. And you're three inches away from the person next to you doing the same thing. On their head. Right. Yeah. yeah. That practice is awesome. Some people just need to get that once a week for a sweat. And then there's also... You know, it's kind of, it's a compliment. It's now there's a time to get outside too. Um, and that's kind of what, how the brand grew so fast is that we stripped away any of those intimidations where, you know what, if you decide that you, you, you see yoga everywhere, like yoga is so good for you try yoga, try yoga. This is the best place to try it because you know what, if you end up hating it, which I know you won't, but let's just say you end up hating it. You have the outdoors to fall back on and the hiking and you've just connected with a friend next to you that you got to spend an hour with them and you even forgot you just did yoga. So you yeah. kind of take the benefits of everything into it and you're not going to be, you know, what type of yoga pants do I wear? Um, you know, is, are these the right clothes? Like there's so many questions when you walk into a studio, but mm-hmm. we've just eliminated a lot of those um, for the sole purpose of, Hey, this is just about getting outside. And practicing yoga, but right, like the outdoors adds so much comfort there because we all share that one commonality that nature's good for us and we love it. Yep. Yeah. And that's so cool because it's, they're both therapeutic in their own right. Like I was saying before, just being outside is, is very relaxing, but then combined with the, especially the type of yoga that you're doing, I could see how they easily mesh well together with that. How did you, you kind of taught, you mentioned it briefly, like the brand growing, but how did you get started with Hike Yoga? Where'd the idea come from? So Hike Yoga got started um, pretty organically, actually. I infused my love to hiking and the outdoors. Um, being a new yoga teacher, I was renting space um, at a local studio and it was right around like the springtime in Rochester. Everyone wanted to be outside. And 
I was new to yoga, like I said, so new to teaching. So I was bringing my friends to a local park and my outdoor classes were so successful. Everyone was like, I'm going to do this outdoor class. So I started leading more outdoor classes and naturally we needed to hike to this space um, to practice yoga in. Uh, so we got together and we created a hike yoga just group, like a page on Facebook. And this is before like pages were huge and mm-hmm. like everyone needed to be on social. Yeah. Um, and the group totally filled up. Like now it has many people in it. Um, so we've turned it into a business page now, but um, people were like, what is like this new hike yoga sport? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, our first one ever was at Stony Brook. We love oh, Stony cool. Brook. We went out there, just a group of friends and posted pictures of it on my Instagram. Uh, that's called Hello Yoga Girl. And I really started that just highlighting areas of Rochester with doing yoga poses. So the DNC actually had saw the class on my Instagram. Like, what is this new sport? We, can we come? Hmm. So we had a reporter come with us for our second yoga ever. It was actually our first paid class. And I was like, I can charge for this, right? Yeah, that's um, crazy. Yeah, and they gave us a full cover and full like three page spread in the sports section wow and ever since then our classes were fully filled so people really gravitated towards one yeah that's really cool what's your max capacity then usually for one instructor do you have a limit for that it's usually around 25 people okay yep yep so we try to keep it just to just keep it intimate and being able to you know yeah yeah that's so cool i mean no pun intended it seems like a very natural um combination to have hiking and yoga and the outdoors and yoga together i mean i'm i just can't believe that there aren't more businesses like this around just because again it just seems like it's almost it's almost too obvious but yet no one had done it before so it's awesome that you're able to capitalize on that and do it yeah, we've had great success. I mean, everyone in Rochester completely gravitated towards the idea. We now have teachers in Cleveland, Colorado, D.C. Um, we were out in California. So it's been really, really awesome to see it grow and see how much people love just being outside. Yeah, that's really cool. So how do you do the training for it then? Because you have certified hike yoga instructors now, right? Yep. So we lead a live in-person training here in Rochester myself. Um, with co-leader Erica Ebert. Um, she does a great job with the mindfulness and anatomy side of it as well. Um, we do live trainings right now. They've actually been offered over Zoom as well, which has been awesome. Okay. We do encourage everyone to already have their yoga teacher training since you know a huge portion of it is teaching yoga. Mm-hmm. And the certification is 20 hours. And then after the certification is over and you complete, you're able to create your own schedule, find your own trails, teach at our festivals. Um, it's just a really great, all of our teachers are incredible. Um, our next, our next certification course is the weekend of September 12th. Okay. Um, and that's right here in Rochester with the option to go on Zoom as well. Um, so that's pretty much how you can join in as teaching, but of course anyone can join in as being a participant for sure. 
Yeah, that's really cool. I'm, I would assume it's going to continue to grow like that. It, it's almost, it's been a blessing and a curse with this COVID stuff because it, some of these things like your training are starting to become more um, accessible because people can do a lot of things online now. So if you're able to offer stuff online, you can really reach a lot broader of an audience because people don't have to travel to you. Yeah, definitely. Um, we've done some really cool things online lately. Um, the first year of our course, we brought it online. So we actually have always had an online platform to okay. take it whenever you want if you don't want to be part of that live interaction. Mm -hmm. um, and another really cool thing that we have done um, since life is going more virtual is um, we're the founders of the New York State Yoga Festival. And in June, we had to postpone that to August. So we kind of took that window to make a yoga fest live, is what we called it. And it was a live session of yoga from all over the country. So we recorded that live here in Rochester at a studio, Captivating Media. Hmm. Um, and people all logged in at once. We had teachers from all over the country. We had a teacher from Sydney, Australia. <laughs> it was so cool to see everyone come together and practice yoga at home. So yeah, that's cool. thing is really awesome. Yeah, that's a really cool opportunity to have. I've been finding that too with this podcast stuff is it's just really easy to reach people from all over the world. Really, as long as you can get the time zone straight and figure all that stuff out, then you're good to go. Yep. So why, I know we talked earlier about kids a little bit, and I know that hike yoga isn't specifically for kids, but you've mentioned that you have kids events at your yoga festival. You mentioned that kids are welcome to come to the hike yoga classes. So why should... If you could encourage kids to do this, why should kids do hike yoga or yoga at all? Yeah, so I think yoga is great just for many reasons in children. One, it really sets the foundation of practicing mindfulness and learning about their bodies and coordination, um, but kind of just setting the groundwork and foundation for you know the, their future. Yoga is for all ages and for everybody, everybody, like it's the best thing mm -hmm. um i'm not just saying that because i'm a yoga teacher but i <laughs> see like so, so much improvement with children getting in yoga um and then aside from just kind of laying down the groundwork of their future is physically i mean kids are so used to um typing right like just at a young age like holding cell phones and yeah kind of just sitting at their desk all day um at school and you know i see them come home and it's like a walk around the block is like pulling teeth right mm. yep. so it's just like helping them move their bodies in different ways again with that flexibility and strength um and just awareness of their body and you know the cueing alone with you know reaching your arms up to the side and grounding through your feet and these are cues that you know you hear and then you start to recognize like okay like here's my hands here's my feet and all of that so that's super important and then mentally i mean just having children take a deep breath when they get worked up or angry or something didn't go the way that they had hoped that it went just taking a moment and understanding, you know, what went wrong? Like, what are these emotions that I'm feeling? And it allows kids to just take a break for a moment and just find their breath and be like, okay, I had that two seconds that I took a deep breath in, like, and now I'm a little bit more calmer and aware. Mm -hmm. And just that you can see a huge change in children for sure. Oh yeah. So again, just learning it at a young age, they can carry what they learned with them their entire life.
Yeah, that's huge because being a teacher, I see that on display every single day. There are so many kids and adults, all of us, that could benefit from that. Just kind of being able to step back and reflect on things and being able to regulate their emotions, really. That's a really good way to do it. Yeah, and it's so hard. And I know right now I've been reading, kind of learning about, you know, coming back to school with COVID and masks on all day long and children pick up so much on emotion and you know just seeing how you make other people feel whether like you didn't share something or whether you said something that upset another child and you can't read faces anymore and it's hard to see people's emotions yep so i think you know kind of when you take that break and practice yoga you kind of feel inward how you're feeling and recognize what you're noticing, what you're feeling in your body. And I think feelings for children is just as important as physical side and understanding how you feel, how you make other people feel and just taking a break to recognize those things, especially right now with everything going on with a mask over your face, you can't see anything going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are great tips because I'm definitely going to use some of this, just, just the ideas that you have. I'm going to use some of this in the beginning of the school year, at least because I'm kind of, I don't have an expertise in that side of things and the social emotional aspect and the mindfulness and all that. So it's, it's really good for me to learn this t kind of stuff from experts like you so that I can try to help the kids out in a different way. Cause we're right. all going to need it. And your, your mind, your brain is a muscle, just like anything else and training it at a young age is vital, right? Like it's super important. Yep. But cool. Yeah, I can't wait to see how it works out for the kids. And I know they'll love it. Like everyone hears about the word yoga, whether it's at home or on TV or hmm. books, everyone, like kids are definitely interested in it for sure. And it's not going to be boring for them. Yep. So what do you do for your own training other than yoga and, and hiking and everything like that? Do you do, do you exercise in any other ways or is that how you mostly get your exercise in? Yeah, I would say that... I'm more of low impact for sure. I've never been a runner or anything, but as far as getting my exercise in that I practice yoga. Mm -hmm. um, I love to go on walks and hikes, like you said, but I'm always out like walking around my block. Um, I take Pilates here and there. Okay. Now when I say here and there, obviously so much has shifted with mm -hmm. um, COVID, right? We have like zero motivation when we're at home and watching our computer screen all oh, day yeah. for work. And the last thing you want to do is get on your computer again for a workout class. Yeah, um, that's tough. So I recently started taking up Pilates over M-Body again. Um, okay. I definitely miss my yoga classes, but um, I'm always open to try new things. So I'll pop into something new here or there. We have an exercise bike in our basement, which probably could be used a little bit more. I was using it a little bit in the beginning of the COVID. And now I, now that it's nice out, I'm like, as long as I'm outside, I'm happy. Yep. I think we're all in the same boat with that. Right? Like, I feel like I burn enough calories chasing around children. So. Yep. Yep. Um, That's what I always tell everyone. I get my cardio by chasing after my son. Right? Yeah. Yep. And then the rest just comes from what we put in our bodies. And like, mm. I think, I mean, that's more important than... Of course, moving is important, but the food we put in our bodies and how we take care of it is right up there. Yeah, I agree. All right. So before we sign off, I know depending on when this episode is released kind of dictates what events you want to promote. Um, as of right now, I know you have a yoga festival coming up this weekend in Letchworth, right? Yep. That'll be a Letchworth 
August 22nd and 23rd. A mini retreat August 30th. Okay. That'll be super fun out in Naples. Um, we have a, another teacher training coming up. And that's September 12th and 13th. All right. And then one, and in the fall, we have hike yoga classes weekly. Check out hikeyoga.com. All the classes are listed right there. And classes are around $16. And we explore local trails in the community. So it's awesome. Yeah, awesome. Well, I'll definitely put links in the show notes for uh, if this comes out in time for the uh that mini retreat and then the teacher training very so, cool yeah thanks i am so no glad that you invited me to have a conversation and i would love to get a class going for kids as well awesome. so we had them in the past but let's put another one on the calendar and maybe we can meet in person yeah awesome sounds good nicole thank cool. you very much thanks brian